Hello everyone, welcome to Spotlight with Shubha. Uh, I'm co-founder of Mastera, an all-in-one platform for teachers, coaches and trainers to run and scale their online knowledge business. Today on Spotlight, we have uh, Trevia, a um, motivational speaker and breakthrough transformational coach, helping people create breakthroughs that improve their lives. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Savan. Thank you for having me. I love being here. I'm so excited to have this conversation. No, we are also excited to have you here um, and also learn a lot uh, more about your, your background, what you do, and, and how you scale your business. So, so with that, uh, we'd love to know uh, your journey so far and how you ended up being uh, a breakthrough coach. Absolutely. So, so the story begins, you know, so for 24 years, I was a high school theater director. So I, you know, taught acting, I directed shows. And so for 24 years, I taught young actors, high school students, how to become different characters. And so there was one day I looked in the mirror and I was like, you know, the school year starting, I'm not excited. I've been doing this for, you know, I can do it blindfold now. And I just found that I just wasn't being challenged anymore. And so it was the proverbial moment of me looking in the mirror and going, is this as good as it gets? Is this all I'm doing? There's gotta be more, right? Because mm -hmm. I just uh -huh. wasn't satisfied anymore. And so I hired my own coach. I mean, I, you know, I'd started listening to a lot of motivational stuff like Les Brown, Steve Harvey, all those, Eric Thomas, Tony Robbins, you know, on YouTube. And I was just so fired up. And then I started going to professional development conferences like Brendan Burchard, and then just was like, crying the whole time because I felt like, you know, oh my God, there's something here, but I don't really know what it is. And, and then I start, I got, you know, got my, my, my coach who helped to bring that out of me. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is it. And then it was at the gym on the spin bike where I was like, holy smoke, I know what my next chapter looks like. And so like we spoke before, uh, we, you hit record, um, my full-time coaching business was a COVID baby as well. I, I was coaching and teaching at the same time before that. So for almost five years now, but full-time during COVID. And so that's been my journey of, you know, closing one chapter, opening up the second chapter to help and impact more people on a different level. So that's what that looks like. That's awesome. No, that's awesome. Uh, so you mentioned uh, your coach uh, helped you uh, find that uh, that thing. So, so let's uh, do you want to touch more on that, like uh, how how and what the process was? Yeah, absolutely. And so there's this whole period of the reason why I was searching for something was because I had had a conversation with my mother who lived to be 85 years old and about six months before she died, you know, I was like, oh, what are you, you know, girl, you live to be 85, you know, what are you most proud of? And she's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about, you know, but she didn't have any answer. And mm -hmm. she, so then I asked her that question and I was like, well, if she doesn't have an answer. So I turned that question back around on myself and said, well, what am I most proud of? And if my life ended today, would I have some regrets? Would I have some things that were missing? And I would. Mm -hmm. And so we began that whole coaching process with, with well, well, what do those regrets look like? 
And how can we begin to now open up to figure out what it is that you want so that we can help you get there faster? And that's when, it, you know, it, it was <laughs> a, a revelation that teaching was over. I, was, I needed to close that chapter as much as I love doing it. I was comfortable. I was no longer growing in mm-hmm. myself personally or professionally. I kind of had been there, done that. And so we began to unpeel again, what were those things holding me back, which is the work that I now do with my clients to help them break through their own barriers because I was full of my own barriers. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so that's, that's kind of like what it looked like with my coach. And then I recognized that I want to do this. I want to do what you did for me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to help more people find their more break through all that crap that's holding them back. So that was basically the rough process. Nice, nice. No, that's that's great. Um, with that, I, I do uh, want to also learn more about just breakthrough coaching because I haven't uh, really heard and learned that word or that that term too much. Yeah. So, so, that, so we'd love to know more about what what that is and um, uh, what what is the structure that you follow uh, as well. So. Before, you know, a lot of people do like performance coaching and, you know, it's like, oh, let's hit a goal. Let's do this. Let's go chase that thing. Let's form a vision and let's get clarity on it. Now, these are the steps to do it. Well, the work that I do that's different is we have to go because the people that I work with, something's not working in their life. Something is holding them back. It's usually invisible barriers. And people come to me because they're stuck, because they're not dreaming anymore. A woman shared with me, uh, you know, last week, she's like, I'm kind of in a holding pattern. So the process looks like we got to get clarity to identify, well, what is that holding uh, pattern? Why are you not taking action? And so I believe it's a matter of, you know, we all have our own paradigm that governs our life. It's our operating system and those within themselves become barriers because we keep doing the same things we've always done. So what do we get around the same thing we've always gotten? So breakthrough for me is we get clarity on what's working in your life and what's not working, but we have to know what is the status quo right now. Right. And then, so now we figure out, okay, what are the things that have basically formed that paradigm, the conditioning, the beliefs, the stories, all those things that you're tethered to that prevent us from taking the action that we want to take. And then the third, my third pillar is we peel that onion and go, okay, Siobhan, these are the things that he learned from his family. Let's get rid of that. This is what his expectations and the way he's living because his dad said, Siobhan, you should, but you should get this job instead of do what you want. We peel that away. And then we peel back some of the fears. So we get down to the little bitty core of that onion and go, now we're at your essence. Now Mm -hmm. let's go get that thing. But we have to break them out of that cage, that box, you know, that's made up. Basically, that's the the lens to which they view the world. This is how, because of all the stuff that's, you know, who they were molded to be is layered on them through expectations. And so we peel that back. And then there is a moment where everyone goes, oh, oh my God. 
I had no idea that I was still holding on to that. I had no idea that, oh, are you kidding me? I, I'm, I, I'm not writing that book because I'm scared of what my dad is going to say. So there's always an insight of revelation, an epiphany that is like, okay, now we can do the work, but we got to break through first. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. And um, like you said, the society and our, our upbringing sort of provides those barriers for good or bad. Uh, there, there are definitely some good things to have some barriers so that we don't go uh, all over, but but then there are bad things which sort of uh, obstructs us from from thinking Absolutely. through and 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 seeing through that. So yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, with with that, I'm I'm curious. Like, uh, what type of uh, um, it looks like you work with all sort of uh, age groups and 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 sort of all type of uh, people. But we're just curious. Like, um, how do you find or how do they find you? And then what are they, go, what are, uh, what would be a typical person sort of going through uh, in their life? And they're like, Hey, I, I need to find, I need to get help on the breakthrough coaching side right. of the thing with, with you. Um, right. Just, just curious uh, of, of that part. Absolutely. So, so basically I work with both men and women. I have both, you know, men and women clients right now. And generally we start about age 30. So it's not everybody. So okay. I am the coach for people who are 30 to maybe 60, because outside of that, like younger than that, they haven't lived enough life, you know? And so, and, you know, and I know that from experience and working with some younger people and I'm like, well, I don't know, you know, and they just, they just are not as aware and they don't have, you know, as many cages around them in bars. Right. And so, and the way that, you know, I find my clients, it's now through uh, referrals. And so, you know, I'm a part of a bunch of coaching communities and directories and I have a website. And so what happened is, you know, several years ago, I started this pattern of, <laughs> hey, Shabon, we're done coaching. How about if I give you this gift certificate, you know, and this is for like the first free first two sessions for mm -hmm. coaching with me. So you and I are finished coaching and then I empower them to let's go and share your transformation with someone else. And let's give them, you know, as a gift, the first two sessions of working with me. And that actually has taken off quite a bit, you know, and I'm not nice. saying that, that every client, you know, brings in one or two people, but it's, it's, it's feeding itself now. And so what happens is when people come to me, people come to me and it's usually like right now I'm working with the majority executives and corporate because they're like, you know, I just don't have the energy I used to have. I just don't love my job. I don't know what's happening, but it's, I'm taking it out on my, on my family. You know, mm -hmm. some people are like, you know, I just, I want to be VP of the company. I don't know how to get there on my own. I feel like I'm, you know, turning people off and I, we're having these, a lot of conflict. Some people are like, I don't know what the next move in my career is. And I just need somebody to help guide me through that. And then in the, in the, the pattern of that, or the revelation that we go through with one of my clients is that she didn't know what she wanted to do next but she knew she didn't want to go to the top of the company because of fear. Mm -hmm. 
when actually she was destined. She was so good. She wanted to, she really needed to be there, but she had imposter syndrome and she was scared. And so people are just like, you know, I have something missing. I'm in a holding pattern. I don't know what's mm. next. I don't know how to go and get that thing because I know I'm settling right now. And so the people that come to me, it could be that they might need some accountability, but I'm the type of coach to where I am always going to be your biggest fan. And I'm always going to motivate you to reach for that thing that you never thought you could have. And so gotcha. when you come to me and you're like, you know, I just want to have more energy. Okay. We can start there. We'll start there, but we're going to achieve some other stuff too. You're going to begin to create the life that you were put on this earth to live instead of the one you were molded to live. And so I just, it fires me up so much to help people see that open their eyes to there can be so much more, right. right, right. Than just getting energy. So, yeah, yeah. No, that, that makes sense. Um, is, is there any, um, like, do you run into these situations where you have to, say no uh, to clients as well, where you're like, hey, they're not ready. Age is one of the factors, like maybe you, you mentioned that, you touched on that, yes. but um, scenarios like this happen as well? Yes. I find that, you know, I have what I call 10 out of 10 clients. And I can generally tell from the very, very first call, you know, and this is, you know, our consult discovery call. One of the biggest things that I find don't work for me is if someone is presently in therapy. Now they can be in, in marriage therapy, that's fine, but individual therapy where they're constantly going to the past every week, and here I am wanting to bring them to the future every week, that is a clash. And some of those people I go, you know, if you're coming out of therapy in the next month or so we can, but if you're, you know, that, that just can't, that doesn't work well for me because I find that it's a contradiction. Also, I like to work with people. It, it inspires me when they have goals. Like, I don't want to, it, it's not, <laughs> you know, that's how you know when things are working, when you're chasing something. That's right. how you know when you got your thinking under control and you're breaking through the fear. But if you're just going, oh, I just want to feel good every day. Well, we don't know if it's working because you're not doing anything different. Right. And so, you know, people, they got to be working towards something we got, you know, they have to want, and, and I don't want to have to convince them. I don't want to have to teach them or convince them that coaching is life-changing. I want them to know that already. And now let's go get it. Right. So, right. yeah. So I'm a little passionate about some of those things as you can tell. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and then uh, we we work with a lot of teachers, coaches as well. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've, I've seen, like most of the successful coaches have to be passionate about, about what they do. And, and only then yeah. they can make an impact, especially when you are, you're working with the individual to change their life. Uh, you have to like super passionate about it. And, yeah. and the other trend, uh, which I ask you, which is also very common is people a lot of coaches are not doing this just for money. Uh, they're like, um, they're like, hey, if I have fifty people come in, I'm happy to not work with thirty of them if they're not a fit, because uh, otherwise, otherwise it's, it's going to go back to that same sort of a job thing, which I was not feeling good with. 
And now right. I'm working with those clients, which I don't want to work with just for the sake of money. So, right. so we, right. that, that's, a, that's a trend I've also seen um, uh, as well. So, so that yeah. all that makes, makes complete sense. Um, just, uh, just curious, um, since you get a lot of uh, referrals, uh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will pull in referrals from their friends when they share their success story, right? Like if I go yes. uh, and talk to a friend that, hey, you won't believe uh, this happened and uh, I was I was doing this and this happened. So this is, do, do you want to share like one quick, um, any kind of story that, uh, that, that made a pretty profound impact uh, on one of your customers or yeah. that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So uh, one of my favorite things was I was working with a female client and in the beginning, and so a lot of my work is shifting people's paradigms and doing a lot of subconscious and thought work because our thoughts absolutely create our reality. And I remember when we first started working together, you know, she really wasn't buying or buying into, you know, you know, let's, let's, you know, all the thoughts, all the words that you're saying right now, because I become a language police is like, no, don't say those things. You know, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And I remember I would say, and she goes, oh yeah, whatever, whatever. You're just so woo-woo, you know, but I love you anyway, that kind of thing. And so I started, you know, having her do these little things where she was like putting the things that she actually wanted to happen. Like there was one time when she was like, I don't feel like I am doing a good job. No one tells me I'm doing a good job. No one, blah, 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 blah. And so, and I said, ask for that today. You know, you want to be, you, you want to know, you want to be acknowledged today. And then uh, in the, like the next couple of days, she sent me a message and she goes, okay, your bullshit ways work. I get it. I get it. Okay. Cause I've been thinking this whole thing. And so we laughed about it. And she also was the same one who was like, I don't think I want to achieve, you know, the top of this company. And so we have been working to go, but that's your role. Is that what mm. you want? And let's pull that back. So we've been pulling back that fear. And then, you know, she became a VP in her company. And so right wow. now she's a VP when she was just a director before. And so now it's like, you know, she's looking at, at and running a team of people who she goes, I'm so inspired by them because I'm leading a team, but where we started, she just wanted to know if she was going to stay with this company or lead this company. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was all. I just, I just need to help with a decision. I was like, girl, we can do that in one call. I can bring you a position in one call, but people come to you with, you know, wanting certain things and we give them what they want, but they really get what they need. And right. what she really needed was someone to believe in her that she could do this thing and help her find, oh my God, I do have the, the skills and, and the mastery within me. I just need to put on a little bit of courage and confidence so that I can go and do these things so that I can believe I can do this. And so I become that wind under their wings because I believe mm -hmm. in them and their capabilities most of the time in the beginning more than they believe in it themselves. And so, so that's, that's, that's one example of what it looked like because she just wanted to make a decision in her career, but we also helped her find her more. And she was like, I didn't even know this is what I was after. Thank you.
thank you for that. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks for thanks for sharing that. And and yeah, with that, I, I'm also thinking that this is a type of coaching that pretty much everyone needs and can can kind of get because uh, everyone somewhere uh, not at the same time, but somewhere in their life they they feel stuck. Uh, they they feel mm-hmm. like hey, there there's more more to life or more more to uh, to me. Uh, there's a little bit more of a purpose and stuff like that and. Definitely, yeah. I think that uh, most most people go through go through this sort of journey in, in their lives. So, so the, that's that's absolutely amazing work that you're doing. Uh, you. uh, congratulations on that. Um, so, with that, I, I want to shift a little bit uh, of gears on the on the business side of things as well. Mm-hmm. We would love to know uh, how you run your sort of uh, business and uh, sort of uh, uh, because in the end, uh, you, you you love what you're doing, but it's still sort of a business that that you're running you're a you're a yes. solo entrepreneur uh you're, you're you're running your business so we'd love to know more about that you, you did mention your, your business was a covert child so we'll start with that like uh what what made you uh think that you can start this as a full-time sort of a business thing and, and kind of scale it to where it is today right so i immediately hired coaches who had been there, who had done that, who would go, you know what, if you do these five things, you could be successful. And so I worked with like Christina Berkeley, uh, really, really uh, early on, who, you know, who is one of the big, you know, powerful coaches and just love her and, and other business coaches. But I knew that, especially from teaching for 24 years, I didn't have to keep reinventing the wheel. I just needed to like take a couple spokes out and put my spokes there. Mm. This is how. And so I realized that when you want something, you make it happen, you get committed, right? And so being able to scale it now in the beginning, it, it you know, there were some, some bleak moments where I was like, you know, I just want to coach people, even if I coach them for free, because I just needed to get some reps in a lot of reps. And so in the very beginning, Siobhan, I, you know, I remember one of the guys, I coached him for $800. It was eight. He was one of my first 10 clients. And I remember going, I just, I just want to build my muscle $800 for 24 sessions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, Mm -hmm. and then I was like, okay, I'm going to get five more people at like this price. And I was coaching these people for six months for like $800, but I got so much better. Mm -hmm. And so I was willing to, you know, charge $800 for six months, which is good night. Who can eat on that? You can't. (laughs) Right. And so, but I knew I needed to get to a certain point to where I no longer had the level of imposter syndrome. I built my confidence. And so it's like going to the gym and putting in reps. And then it was a matter of, okay, look at all of the things that you have gained to the the client. Look at all the things you gained. Who can you share those two things with, right? Because everybody got two, you know, discount certificates. 
And so they would go out and go, absolutely. You know, my coach was, you know, did this for me. And then so-and-so would come in and go, you know, I heard you worked with Siobhan and he speaks so highly of you. And he just switched companies and he said, oh my God, you helped him with his anxiety. Um, mm-hmm. Is there something, you know, could we jump on a call? Absolutely. So I recognized that that was something that I was like, okay, this is a little bit of my, of, of, of what's working. And then I had, you know, a couple of business coaches who were like, oh, you need to get JV partners, uh, blah, 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 blah. And that's all fine and dandy, but I actually found that I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And so because that didn't work for me and that was pulling me out of who I am at my core. Right. And so recognizing in the scaling of the business, I had a business coach who was like, you have to do, you will do these six things or you're not going to be successful. And I said, I don't believe that. I'll do two of those things, but I'm not doing six because those other four didn't align with who I was and who, and it just made me feel like, this is not why I quit my nine to five to come here and keep doing stuff I didn't want to do. So it was a matter of going, what is the two, the four spokes I'm going to put in? That's just me. And so in scaling, I recognize that the certificates were working, but also it's a matter of, I need to talk to people. Mm-hmm. I am not a person who scales a business through email because I don't even like writing emails. I, you know, I tried the newsletter thing. It's just not me. So putting myself in places where I can talk to people and engage is my superpower. And that's, that's really how I speak on stages, you know, get clients from there, do virtual summits, but it's really in my connection with them that goes, okay, you know, I had, I went to a party just this past weekend and I had a woman who was like, oh my God, I don't know what it is about you. She said, but you just looked at me and I knew that you saw me. And she Mm -hmm. said, there was something that is just magnetizing about the way you look at me. And she said, I don't know if you're looking at anybody else like that, but the way you (laughs) looked at me and we ended up talking, you know, half the night and she will become a client. And so, uh, you know, so my advice would be, you have to find those strengths that are your strengths, you know, and, and, and yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to go out and get ideas from other people. But if those ideas do not align with your strengths and the things that you want to do, then you'll just end up hating that too. And so, and, and because I, I got to a point where I was like, I don't want to do this. You know, I don't like this. And I want to have to cold call, you know, I didn't want to do it. So finding the things that align with your strengths and your skills and things that you really like to do. And then we magnetize those things. And that's the way I've been able to scale it. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, that, that makes sense. Uh, and, and yeah, that's a great point that you touched on um, that uh, be yourself sort of thing, right? Yeah. Where uh, whatever works for you, uh, find that thing. Uh, listen to the advice uh, of coaches, hire coaches, listen to their advice, mm-hmm. listen to their plan, but, uh, but you don't have to blindly follow everything that they say. Find what you're comfortable with. Um, Perfect. That, makes, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, with, uh, with that... Um, I would, I would also love to know, like, do you do any social media or uh, that kind of thing? Uh, have you had uh, seen anything around that or uh, your, your focus has mostly been on sort of networking and sort of getting out there with speaking uh, and mm-hmm. podcast and uh, virtual summits, that right. kind of thing? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm on the I'm on the interwebs, you know, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, all those things. I have a YouTube channel, but I find again, that's another place where I'm like, that doesn't really feel good to me. And mm-hmm. so there are times when I go through periods of, okay, like when I did my, my group coaching last year, I went through Facebook. Well, then I recognized a lot of the people that I was getting. I mean, I was so thankful for them were a lot of other coaches and they were, you know, and I was like, mm, I don't want to coach coaches right now, you mm-hmm. know? And so I was like, I have to, my people are, you know, at the store, my people are at this party I went to. I just don't feel like the majority of my people are on Instagram, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, I use social media and I've, I've experimented with it both ways. It's like, Oh, let's post every day. Let's post three times a day. Let's make sure, you know, and I just found that that wasn't very successful for me and I don't run ads or anything. I really like a more personal touch and I don't want, if I have to run a business where I got all of my clients from social media, that's not a place I want to be either. So I use social media, but it's more in sharing. This is, you know, who I am and I share personal stuff and then I'll share some client wins, but mostly it's, it's not the vehicle to which I use to get clients. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, so it's, it's more like you are, um, using that as a branding and awareness kind of thing yes. rather than rather than an acquisition channel uh, yes. for the clients. Okay. Perfectly okay. put. Yep. Makes sense. Makes yep. sense. And, and I've, I've also seen that as well, that social media is good for branding because, because a lot of people are going to go out and search. Uh, and if you, if you show up there as a brand, it's kind of puts that mm-hmm. thing back that, okay, um, this, this person is who, what I thought, uh, yes person, yeah. it's <laughs> reinforcing right yeah because yeah, exactly. if you don't find anything you try to go google me and go oh i don't know who this this is a scam you know yeah, so exactly. yeah, yeah 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 you gotta have yeah. that stuff yeah absolutely especially in this digital age uh, kind of yes thing. yes awesome so um but, but that my my last question to you um you did touch on the personal uh group coaching uh mm-hmm. not personal but the group coaching part um do you want to touch on that? And uh, is there any so, time you're uh, starting this year as well? On that? Yes. So right now, my main focus is one-to-one coaching, but I ran the first cohort of my group coaching and I had 10 people in it in the fall. So what I'm finding is that I'm going to run it smaller with no more than six people because 10 was just way too many. And so it was create your more in the fall. Now it's breakthrough. And so what, what, what we're, what I will be doing is navigating six people through the process in which that I take my one-on-one clients through. And so, but for eight weeks. And so for eight weeks, we're going to begin in August, we're going to run August and September, and then we'll turn around and run another one right after that in uh, October, November. And so each time with about six people every time, and because I find that there's something so different and so beneficial with group coaching as well, because you get that community and some people, you know, just are better in a community. And there have been some people that I've gotten in a group cohort who 
never would have become one-on-one clients because they just, number one, the one-on-one is more expensive. The group mm-hmm. is less expensive, you know? And so, but they love the, the support of the community. Some of these people are best friends now. So, but mm-hmm. yeah, but so I'll have some master classes that I'll be, you know, announcing, but basically the start date will be for breakthrough cohort two will be uh, in August. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, on that as well, we have, we have seen that uh, where um, there are different type of paths there, like with, with our clients as well, that um, they'll have this group co- coaching session and which will sort of give a taste uh, of, of what you offer. And, and now a lot of folks will have very specific things uh, based on their personality and their needs. And then it kind of gives a very good path towards a personal one-to-one coaching, whoever yeah. needs that. Um, so yeah, that, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. So that, that's Thank awesome. You. Well, well uh, good luck uh, for that. And um, Thank you. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of uh, folks are going to be uh, super lucky to, to land into that cohort and uh, benefit out of what, what you teach. Um, so with that, um, uh, Travia, I, it was, it was great, uh, talking to you. It was great, um, uh, chatting with you and, and we, I appreciate your time today. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll be in touch and I'll probably bring you back, uh, for another episode. Perfect. Thank you so much, Yvonne. Thank you for having me. And yeah, this was so cool. I love talking with you today. So thank you so much. Thank you. Take care.